All right. Well, my local is going. My soundboard is ready. I think I, yeah. I dare oh, say. Oh, we're going. Don't worry. He already clicked the button. Yeah, I clicked the wow. button. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. An hour and 20 minutes late to his own recording, and now he's rushing us. Non-consensual podcasting. <laughs> yeah, mostly into like consensual, non-consensual podcasting. Yeah. It's when you just have like a explicit relationship that the podcast is non-consensual. You know, is isn't there someone you forgot to ask? <laughs> no. God damn it! I. You know what's funny? It's Corinne. Uh, Corinne told me that her her sort of her boss listens to us, so I can't wait for her to uh, to open up this episode. Hi, Corinne's manager, uh, and and <laughs> be absolutely horrified Hello. by what we've done. I mean, the thing is, yeah. like, the, the, this stuff follows you. We had um, an episode of of Writtenology, the Trash Future spinoff about books. We had an author on. I was very invested in, like, you know, this author liking me and you know me, like, you know, being impressive and smart sounding. Mm. Um, and and we get on the thing. The first thing she says to me is, "Oh, this is the podcast with the the bit about the dildo peloton." And I go, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, I guess so." Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, hi. Uh, yep. hi. This is not the Hello. podcast with the dildo palace on. This is the podcast yeah. about putting out oil fires with cum. Cum. Yeah, this cum. is the Lots podcast about you know horse what? It's fine. If you want to listen to the very clearly not safe for work engineering disasters podcast, <laughs> uh, uh, we we are smart and informative, except when we're talking about uh, cum firefighting. Oh, not yeah. safe for work would be a way better title for this than well. Oh man, that's a good we, we, point. We fucked it. We fucked it. Just when we should call safety third, not safe for work. Fuck. Oh, God damn. We've only right, been doing well, this for like. Welcome what, to safety third slash not safe. Point. We'll just add yeah. it on. We'll just do it. We'll just do it and or. It doesn't Patent matter. Pending. We do this shit. Patent we do this shit on the fly anyway. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, so so for those of you uh, who are. Who are, behind, who are who are who are not my parents and or Corinne's manager? Mm. Uh, yeah. So uh, tell all your friends about well. There's your problem, also mm. known as not safe for work. Uh, <laughs> we'll just do it we're in not, brackets. We're not renaming know? the podcast. No, I think no, we are. Too much work. The, too no, much it's work. a coup. It's a coup. I have seized the radio stations. <laughs> oh God, oh, crisp Liam, crisp Liam. Yeah. Well, I mm. I uh, I left. Part of my my normal uh, mic stand, the the one that I paid far too money, far too much money for from Road, I left it down down to shore. Oh my! God. So I'm I'm here uh, speaking into a ten dollar mic stand into my three hundred dollar mic. So uh, far in the past, like why are you four or five me? He's the reason we're starting an hour and twenty minutes late. In the past four or five recordings, uh, all of your recording equipment has never managed to be in the same room as you. I'm very silly. <laughs> you, have, you have the recording rig. Silly. You know that thing about helicopters where it's like, you know, 10,000 parts flying in loose formation? That's that's your recording rig. Well, here's yes. the thing, right, is I, I always work to, to carry as little of it as possible. Mm. Uh, so I'm down to running my uh running USB-C headphones so I don't have to take my big Sennheiser uh 6XXs down down ashore and then I uh am running this out of a Focusrite Scarlett 212 so I pack that in my mic and that's all I use and if it were up to me I want to be very clear on this I would be using like one of those $9 USB mics you get on Amazon 
Yeah, you it. would you would be recording this with a, a microphone, well, a pair of headphones with a microphone in them that you bought at a gas station. I have done that, actually, I believe. Not on this program, but I believe I've done that on 10,000 Losses. When you go down to shore, you're driving in a car with lots of space. Yeah, it doesn't Ross, make sense Ross, to pack Ross, so lightly. Ross, Ross, you've traveled with me, right? You, yes. you know how bad I am at packing, Ross. Well, you also yell at me for having a huge suitcase, despite the fact that it's not that big. It's not that big. I just like it's giving you shit. It's not that heavy it's, either. It's, it's, it's my, <laughs> married my, my greatest joy in life is just annoying you through whatever train station we're in. Mm. Following you around and complaining that the breakfast here isn't very good, and I remember when it used to be better. Yes. 30th Street Station, I'm looking at you. 30th Street Station is completely fucked right now. They ruined the all podcast. of the food. There's no yeah. fucking bar. You There's can't no do anything. I still, it's, I want to, I no, I want to be able to eat at a train station. I want to have a nice leisure. What is the point of a grand train hall if there's nothing in there? That's ridiculous. Yes. Wait, so you, you want, want to talk about, you want, you want like the Daniel Moynihan like train hall to have like a steakhouse in the middle of it? No, I don't need a steak. I need a bar. Oh, that's, okay. uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, 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 doesn't even have a bar anymore. There's nowhere yeah. to go in Penn Station. There's nowhere to go in Degenerates. What? No, we were keeping the bar open. Exactly. <laughs> Not because of us. In spite of us, the bar uh -huh. closed. Uh -huh. Well, it closed because Bridgewater's was, uh, the kitchen was on top of the staircase for the underpass to the That's subway. Ridiculous, that, man. Yeah. What? I, what is, again, what is the point of a grand, like, magnificent waiting hall if i can't also get a nice cocktail to look at the people yeah exactly i mean that that closing down a bar and not replacing it was a bad decision Stop making everything utilitarian uh, i deserve to indulge you deserve your little treats i think we can agree on that i deserve my little treats all right so, so, so let's continue this, this to not episode. introduce the podcast yeah. let's continue yeah. it's to nothing draw. it's nothing we're filling yeah, we, time for a reason hello. Hello and welcome to Well, There's Your Problem. It's a podcast about engineering disasters with slides. I'm Justin Rosniak, the person who's talking right now. My pronouns are he and him. Okay, go. I'm Alice Goldberg Kelly. I'm the person who's talking now. My pronouns are she and her. Yay, Liam. Yay, Liam. Hi, I'm Liam Anderson. My pronouns are he and him. And I'm the person who is frantically trying to get through all of your Patreon DMs. There are a this lot of a, them. <laughs> Wait for some, turn. Someone, <laughs> someone's yelling at us to check the P.O. box, too. Ah, uh, Okay, I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I have the key. I didn't lose it this time. Thank you. Put it on a key ring. Or a key it's on a key ring. It's on, it thank is. You. It is. Well, thank don't you. thank me. Thank Corinne, because she did yeah. that. Thank you, Corinne. Um, um, so I, you may be aware that there is a lot of a, news. A lot of yeah. So much. There's a lot of news happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, so much so, in fact, that we got quite behind with the news that we like to do every second. We're sorry. Every, yeah. Every episode. Um, what the fuck and is this? So what we've chosen to do this time is a very special episode where yes. the subject is the goddamn news. Oops, all news. Whoops, all news. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's not right. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're not going to do this again unless we feel like it. Unless um, there's like a lot of news. It's like yeah. Lenin said, right? You know, there are fucking decades where weeks happen and there are, there are weeks where decades happen. And this was yes. a week where decades happened. Uh, and we're going to get into <laughs> some of those decades uh yes. news theme news it's a big, right, we gotta big, talk about big, this big one big big ass train wreck in india yeah. uh, yes pretty, real big pretty train wreck. horrific huge uh, uncommon bad, like, that you managed to involve three trains in one wreck but they managed it yeah this this is like 
three hundred people, I think, have died. Um, and like the like they injured like a thousand. Um, yes. This is on the the east coast of India in in Odisha. Um, I I'll be honest. I do not fully understand what's supposed to have happened with these three trains. So um, my understanding is that there was a freight train, mm-hmm. and it somehow sideswiped or was sideswiped by an express passenger train. That express passenger train then derailed and smashed into another express passenger train coming the other way. Oof. Yeah. And they they said this was a signaling error right now. Like hmm. they said that the interlocking changed, but then they said that like one of the signals had been manually overridden, what? which I I don't even <sighs> probably shouldn't have done that override. Yeah. Um, Why would yeah, they this is do the... that? Yeah, no, and, and uh, this is India, you know, where they got big trains that go very fast and they're very full of people. So, you know, this is a, not a great situation to be in. Um, yeah, they've suggested that maybe it's like um, a wire got cut during digging, which, you know, call 811 or a yeah. short, but like the interlocking failed and that it routed this, um, the, the Coromandel Express uh, towards Chennai. Um, which is going like 80 miles an hour, it roots it oh, into uh, the no. back of a freight train in a siding, and then it like spills it onto the other track where the last three coaches get hit by the express in the opposite direction. Um, I absolutely fucking terrifying. That yes, I'm just looking at the, looking at this picture just fucks me up. Oh yeah, it's real bad. You ever watch videos of uh, Indian trains? Um, what what strikes you is not so much the speed, but the violence of the speed. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just this brick electric locomotive going like 110 miles an hour. It's There's dust and dirt everywhere spewing up around it. You know, it's like, and then the, all the cars are huge. Um, <laughs> yeah, and crowded yeah. as well. Um, yes, and this very is crowded. Part of our legacy, you know, this is part of the, uh, this is Britain's fault. Um, because if you want to do the sort of like smug, well, we gave them the railways thing. You got to be responsible for the ways in which the railways are terrible, and this is one of them. This wow. is horrific. Yeah. So to to to, I almost said circle back. We're not doing corporate lingo on here. Uh, circle back. Run this up the flagpole. To synergize. Yeah. The synergize news. Uh, do I'm we using know, the phrase uh, hook you... up in uncomfortable ways mm. to make out with this piece of news? It means yes, exactly. anything from making out to anal in a way that truly boggles the mind. <laughs> to to uh, reach yeah. around this piece of news. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, we must give uh, Rusty Trombone to the news. Uh, <laughs> why Why was would the signal have been manually interfered with? Was what it sounded like? Am I wrong on that? I think that was the initial yeah. suspicion, and then they've sort of said, no, I, I uh, don't think okay, it could have been okay, sabotaged. Okay. Um, they might have just been trying did, to move that a train in an that unconventional to way. The, what the Sunset Limited in the in the fifties, right? Um, that happened the Sunset, or is that that was like the nineties, not the fifties? Sunset Limited was the nineties, yeah, but that no. was uh, that was due to a damaged bridge. Mm. Yeah, all anyone will say, sort of like um, as far as the Indian government goes, is technical reasons, which mm. kind of is, is expansive, you know. Um, Sometimes but, you you will override the signal if you have to move the train in sort of a controlled fashion, which is not outside of usual operating procedures. It's not like uh, 
you know, unheard of, but then you need like permission from the dispatcher. Everyone's got to know what's going on, so on and so right. forth. In this case, it, it seems unlikely that you would do uh, a, a, a move where you're passing a signal at danger in a controlled fashion at 110 miles an hour. That's more of like a 10 mile an hour thing. Yeah, and I, I mean, electricity, sometimes mischievous, you know, sometimes you get the rogue electron or whatever, um, and yes. you, like, get a short in a circuit or something. It's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, you know, electric signaling is, you know, it, it's fail-safe, mostly, but... Trains yeah. are hard. Trains are hard. Trains are really difficult, and when you have a yeah. lot of, like, very crowded trains running very fast in close proximity, yeah. then, uh, you know, even if this happens, like, 0.1% of the time, that still kills a shitload of people. Um, yeah, I, 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 and Indian railways have a pretty good safety record overall of not killing people who are on the train. Killing people mm. who aren't on the train is a different thing entirely. Oh, sure. Um, Much of that battle. Yeah. Trains are designed to keep yeah. you safe if you're in the train. Not so much <laughs> if you're on the roof of the train or you're standing in front of the train. Standing or, standing on the tracks, just milling around. Yeah. Standing next um, to the train. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's sort of like, that's underinvestment for the most part yeah. because that's stuff that you can fix with even just like putting fences up, uh, like public education. Uh, having must be, the seats available that people don't have to sit on the fucking roof. Um, it must be awful to be like a train driver in India because you're killing so many people, like on a daily mm. basis. I mean, that's that's a lot of like developing, uh, developing country uh, like train experiences too, especially like uh, some of the like right of way and stuff where it's like going through like right next to people's houses and stuff like that. Oh, sure. like, it's gone through a market. It's gone through. Yeah, exactly. It's gone through. You know, it's gone through a soccer stadium. It's gone through. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know an airport it's, runway. It's doing all <laughs> the stuff from like police squads. Um, it's going through the bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I yeah. guess it's worse if you're driving like an express train in India because the, you know the the training there seems to be to just gun it, right? Which yeah. really, like, you you have no reaction time for any of this stuff at all. I um, I would imagine you know that they, they you know they they have pretty good infrastructure, all things considered. Maybe they want to invest in some fences. Um, <laughs> you'd figure. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is it, like I I. I the Indian government is uh, corrupt and fascist in a lot of ways, and uh, much like any number of governments, uh, you know, beside those two things, which many numbers of other governments still are, also does not really give a shit about the railways. Um, oh yeah, weird how those things are correlated. Turns out, fascists not actually that interested in making the trains run on time. Fascism nah. tends to make your trains much worse, to be honest. Um, nah, they they're they're road guys. They all want roads. Yeah, mm -hmm. because that's that's modernity, you know. <coughs> you, you drive on the sort of, and that's that's sort of universal. Whether that's you know the Trans Amazonica in Brazil, or whether you want to you know uh, drive from one side of India to the other, um, that's that's the good shit because that means that you're sort of like you're coming up in the world. Um, fucking sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, invest in railways, please. Invest in railways. This does not happen. And railway safety. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, next slide. Do I have Another the right news. Here? Meanwhile, in our you know nice developed countries where nothing bad ever happens, New York City was yeah. destroyed again. Oh yeah, yeah everyone was, was Philadelphia. Not fun. No, hmm. I, I, we were fine. 
Yeah, so people even with asthma orange. were not fine, my guy. <laughs> uh, you have allergies. I'm amazed you uh, you were okay. But yeah, Corinne did not have a good time. Uh, uh, Bucks County correspondent Tom Payne did not have a good time. Uh, like, I was fine as I am simply built different, but... Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to see some orange. I didn't see any orange. I, yeah, well, I wanted, I wanted the York, sky to look city. like the goddamn president. Uh, <laughs> there's a Cheeto in New I'm, York City. In the goddamn atmosphere. So the way I, that this, I have apologies seen Home Alone, to, uh, too. Apologies uh-huh. to uh, Jake Flores, who I stole that joke from. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the way that this started, by the way, has to do with carbon offsets. You know how we've spoken before about how carbon offsets are fake and bullshit bullshit um and that you can't actually you know we, we we talked about old growth forest and how you can't replace it with monoculture um at length well it turns out that in order to uh make people feel better about their consumption one of the things that we've been doing is replacing old growth forest with monoculture um this is so that you can have a little like sustainably sourced sticker on the thing or so that a company can say Okay, we do build the X-37B puppy killer, right? But um, we are a carbon-neutral company because, as it turns out, we paid a bunch of Quebecois guys to plant... The worst kind of guys, I might add. Yeah, yeah, we paid them to plant a bunch of pine trees, like, in a line. Um, And then, you know, fucking Jean-Francois or whatever carelessly discards a cigarette, one of these things goes up like a fucking bomb, Um, and you know, all of these guys are left looking at this monoculture that has no way of resisting fire, but also sort of no like a healthy reaction to fire, just burning the fuck down, going Calis tabernac, je veux exploser le ski du, right? And then all the smoke (laughs) from that Fucking I just was not ready series. for it. I was not ready for it. smoke, <laughs> and and it fucking it, it the smoke comes off of this shit and it goes south. Um, and uh, you know, in a way that is visible from space. Uh, inhaling wildfire smoke is really fucking bad for you. Uh, even at like low concentrations, because there's a bunch of weird shit in there. Um. And like even big forest fires aren't meant to sort of like burn this way, right? Mm. Um, it, this is like a product of climate change, the product of monoculture, the product of all of these things, um, at which meant that the air quality in New York City and a bunch of other places, including Philly, dropped like a stone overnight. Um, and you get this kind of like cool orange cheeto effect. Yes, um, <clears throat> my my understanding is a lot of this is sort of um, you know monoculture is an aspect of it, but a lot of it is just, yeah, it's really hot and dry in the Canadian shield. Um, and there's a lot of boreal forest to burn and they don't really fight those fires in the same way they do in, let's say California, because no one lives there. You know, you have yeah. a couple of, uh, first nation settlements. You make sure the fire stays away from there. Otherwise it doesn't make sense to fight these fires because people up there, they don't have a California brain. So they don't live in it. It'll burn itself out. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they're like, okay, this is fine. It's natural. Uh, let's not 
put any effort into fighting it, uh, as opposed to California, where like everyone has decided, oh, my God, I love nature so much. So I'm going to build a cabin on four acres of tinder and, uh, you know, uh, and, and then in the process, destroy nature, but also in the process, forcing them to fight every single goddamn fire that happens so that you can, you know, uh, live uh, your your quiet life of nature. Uh, yeah. you know, at the, at the expense of massive amounts of firefighting infrastructure. Well, see, there's um, nothing, nothing says a quiet yeah. life of nature, like a bunch of USFS, uh, engines, like at the end of your driveway four times a year, spraying yeah. water onto like, uh, yeah, it's just massive amounts of fire retardant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's like, I, I really feel connected to nature when I see the fucking E52 that's been converted yeah. into a yeah, fire yeah, yeah. bomb and go home. <laughs> exactly. I, I, you know, I, I just love, I love being here with the squirrels and the birds, which have been bears, dyed which, red. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a simple, quiet yeah. life. You know, I'm yeah. holistically connected to nature. Uh, lots yeah. of lots of cardinals out here today, huh? We're all <laughs> just a bunch all, of sparrows covered. Dark. Just, just, <laughs> just a bunch of sparrows covered in fire retardant. <laughs> I, I, we, we gotta do the the wildfires episode soon, but like, I don't know. I, it, we're in the middle of like what passes for a heat wave here. Americans get kind of shitty about yeah. it because they're like, it's twenty nine degrees. It's like eighty seven, I think. Uh, yeah, but it's you like, aren't, it's, aren't you guys on the same latitude as the uh, the Alaskan Panhandle? I am, and I am on the same latitude as Anchorage. And it has been 27 degrees for the last week. It will be 27 degrees for the next few months. Um, there is not a cloud in the fucking sky. And all of the houses are built to insulate, but only in the hot way, which is cool. I didn't think that was like thermodynamically possible, but they manage. Um, yep. I am going That's how my house insane. is built, too. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I imagine. The thing about this is it gives me anxiety in a couple of different ways. The first way it gives me anxiety is that it's not even July yet, and it's hot. Like, it's right. like officially a heat wave, right? Wait until we get into August. Um, the second thing that gives me anxiety is knowing that it's going to be worse every year of the rest of my life. Hooray! I don't care for that. I don't care for that knowledge. Um, but y you know what? Um... What really sort of like makes me feel better, what I can take comfort in in these dark times, is knowing that no one who is responsible for making this happen will ever face anything other than the best possible consequences, where they all get to retire. They all get to live, know, right? And yeah, live in sort of like air conditioned, air flanked up bunkers. like Mussolini. See, see, mm -hmm. I'm making Devin's mm -hmm. job easier. <laughs> It's real fucking bad. Um, yeah, it feels real bleak. You know that Simpsons thing? This is the worst day of your life. This is the worst day of my life. The worst, <laughs> worst day, day of, of your life, life. So, so far. far. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. yeah. I uh, it's been you know, uh, Philly has been mostly tolerable. Uh, mm. Although it's like it's June, it's like sixty-seven out. So I yeah, assume rain. that we are about to be overrun by some sort of horrific climate change. Uh, Actually, yeah, it's, it's pretty half not a. I haven't even installed my air conditioner this year. It's been pretty balmy. Um, yeah. I am. Um, just I, wait I till July when it's 97 every day and you got to oh, replace yeah. those beer cans. Mm. <laughs> yep. So, so people, as I understand it in New York, while this was really heavy, were like staying indoors and like masking, yes. which is good. But like, it's still going to fuck you up if you have, like, if you're very old, very young. 
uh, if you have uh, like my parents, existing yep. conditions, which is a lot of people, by the way. That's I, I know we always say that as like a, a thing. It's not a throwaway thing. That's a lot of fucking people. Um, but long COVID I, ain't no joke. No, uh, but one thing that is that was funny though was the way that rich people in Manhattan dealt with it for the first day when it hadn't really sunk in yet. There are some gorgeous photos of people doing like uh, fucking Tai Chi at an equinox on the roof of a skyscraper, and the sky is it looks like tomato like like I don't gorgeous. understand yeah. how you can do that without getting such intense vertigo, you just fall off the building. It's not everyone um, gets vertigo like you do, man. Yeah, oh, I, I'm I, right there I, with you. I get hard. I would oh, instantly yeah, fall wrong. off the building. I'm just saying that not everybody mm. does. I absolutely, I, I, I <laughs> cling to Roz like a, like a, like a newborn koala. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, a bridge, like there's a bridge near me that, like, it's not even that high. But anytime I walk over, I'm, I'm over it. I'm like, ooh, fuck. I don't uh, love being on my roof. You know, I'm just mm. like, oh, that's a. That's quite a drop, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More of a more of like a sort of a second story guy. That's the ideal height for me. Anything yeah. higher is crappy. Anything lower, then people look in your window. Um, no you could do the London thing of having like a, a basement flat where people can look down into your shit. Uh, I don't, I don't like that idea because then you then you die in Superstorm Sandy. Oh, they, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I want to avoid that. I'm, I'm not a big fan of basement apartments, um, despite despite what the Yimbies say. Yeah, <laughs> with, with the orange, uh, the orange sky descending <laughs> and the sort of like the blue water rising, New York City is going to look like a Rothko painting in a couple of years. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Well, Jay Z could collect it right before we all go down and smoke. Yes. Mm. I've been listening to a lot of Jay Z recently. Watch the Throne is a terrific album. Uh, not really, not really a huge Jay Z fan. I mean, I, okay. I, the thing is, I, I think mostly um, about how it should have been him instead of Big L, um, because I, I, I just I go back and listen to the, listen to his verse on Monster and tell me that I'm wrong. Um, You're anyway, not. I'm not. I think they gotta. He's gotta. He's gotta change his name though to just Jay because they got rid of the Z train. Just Jay was the. Yeah, just just Jay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. Well, uh, eventually, all of this will be underwater. Um, New York City will be destroyed for an nth and final time, uh, yes. and we can do a live show there on like a big boat, maybe. Yeah, or like a. <laughs> this know, is going to be a tourist a... thing. Dive the wrecks of old Manhattan, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Post-apocalyptic sort of uh, thing. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a great. Uh... Aaron West song where he talks about everything in New York being reclaimed by the sea, mm. and as somebody who hates New York, I uh, I, I highly recommend the song uh, "Green Like the G Train." No, it's is it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's off the bittersweet EP. Go listen. Not to important. It. We we no, we all have matter. heat madness, but possibly yeah. you have wildfires yeah. madness. I I yeah. I mean, it's it it is obviously very fucking depressing to listen to people be like, "This is normal." In the same way that like. Uh, you know, people, I was talking to my mom today about, she's like, it hasn't felt this bad since 1968, where, Mm. you know, we were convinced that Richard Nixon was basically going to roll tanks down Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of of nostalgic for your 60s and 70s environmental shit, like Love Canal, or like Silent Spring, or whatever, 
where mm-hmm. you you were like, okay, well the fucking the government is destroying all of the uh, the um, the environment, right? Right. Uh, whereas now you do that and you just you have data, like you have evidence. Right. You're not just like, oh, it, it's it's bad in this one it place. Feels it feels bad, be- right? Right. I read literally. I read an article in the Guardian this morning. There's a guy. Uh, he did the soundtrack for Apocalypse Now, and then basically oh, that. Cool. Th- this is the thing. Like doing one cool thing in the 70s or 80s meant you have you'd like now have infinity money. Um, right. So he could yes. just do whatever he wanted. And what he wanted was um, bioacoustics. So he he does this thing uh, where like since the 70s he's just been going out into the field. And just doing sound recording and recording soundscapes of like wildlife sounds, um, and it, he has this exhibition in San Francisco right now, which I, I really hope comes to London because I want to see it, but um, or hear it rather. Um, but he talks about how, yeah, everything's getting quieter because all the shit's fucking dying. Um, <laughs> like you, you used to go out for like ten hours and you would get one hour of usable material. Now it's like a thousand hours to do that because Jesus. everything is so much quieter. That makes sense. Um, because we're you know we're killing all the insects, uh, and then that's killing off all the birds, uh, and so everything is is much quieter, and there's much more, less like distinctiveness in the sort of like sound landscape, uh, and and some of the habitats just don't exist anymore either. So I think about that, um, and I I feel very very positive, you know. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's it's very it's it's it's. Yeah, I like to imagine, uh, obviously, I, I was talking to Corinne about this, about um, people, the the ways in which people are very comfortable, very comfortable with being racist. Mm. Uh, a friend was talking about uh, being at a, like a cookout or something, and, and people were just being like super fucking racist and super fucking transphobic. Mm. And Corinne was talking about the guilt she feels, you know, about, like, I feel like I can't, I just like I'm overwhelmed trying to help people and this and that. And it's like, then you realize you're in the minority of people who even give a shit that much. And it's just like, Oh, we're fucked. Aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's very tough. It's very hard. It's very just frustrating. And these people are never going to suffer consequences. Uh, but they do have names and addresses. If you want to get arrested, not, not to not to bring it back to COVID, right? Because you know I'm Go not one it. of these people who's like we should stay locked down forever, right? No, you got in a lot of trouble for it. I did, I did, but uh, I, I think a lot about in terms of like how ordinary people, like normal people, react to this stuff, and how we've kind of like lost the capacity for empathy in some ways, or maybe we just yeah, never have one. I don't know. I'll buy that. No, but, like, I think I think we lost. Uh, do, do you remember like before lockdown, but when shit was getting really bad, and like everyone knew it was getting really bad? January, February, uh, twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You you had uh like students like college students and stuff going on vacation to these like massive pool parties and resorts and yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Um all giving each other COVID and then getting interviewed and like a girl with the most fucked up voice you've ever heard being like, yeah, I actually have COVID. Uh and, and that was just <laughs> like it was that was cool, right? Remember that? Uh what if we had that same level of decision making? Uh what if we applied that to like everything else as well? Yes, it's just such a, a nihilistic way to view the world as basically just a thing I can extract more and more out of, whether it be human beings or whether it be the Earth itself. It's just such a, a, a depressingly just a, a, a so grim way to look at things. I don't know. Mm. I just I know that we we often use this this podcast as basically group therapy. 
I yeah. just, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's very... Hopefully for you too, listener. It's, <laughs> it's exhausting, and you're not a bad person for being burnt out, uh, but what you have to do is stay pissed off all the time, and uh, turn, uh, what is, what is a, turn those clapping hands into angry, bu- angry bunched fists. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then when I people think... are protesting your kid's story time, what you do is you go there with an M4, and you announce your presence, we'll say. I John didn't say Brown shoot anyone. John I Brown said announce your Clark. presence. I said announce your presence. I am not I am I am not telling you to kill anyone who's protesting tra- or drag story time, but I'm just saying I'm just saying. And I'm I will leave that can, to you the can serve a, you can serve a valuable community security role. Get a halberd. Really scare yeah, the shit yeah. out of these get people. A, get a halberd, get a Morian, show up to Drag Queen Storytime in you your Swiss guard per- outfit. Yeah, yeah, pretending. It is, it is uh, pretty funny when, um, you know, these uh, these right-wing guys go out to protest like a Drag Queen Story Hour or something or other, and uh, the, there's, like, people there from, you know, John Brown Gun Club or Socialist Rifle mm-hmm. Association or yeah. Pink Pistols or whatever, and they're like, but those guys aren't supposed to have guns. We're supposed to have the guns. <laughs> yeah, guess what? what, motherfucker? It goes both ways. Uh, we will not stand for buy erasure. Ha-ha. Um, so, what, yeah, I do like the idea of... Uh, I, I'm giving away a free shirt idea. Uh, protect trans kids and it's two crossed halberds. Pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. If anyone wants to form a sort of like a children, if anyone wants to form like a squad of pikemen... Uh, to protect drag queen story time, wherever that's legal to carry a pike. Into hey, Texas is legal to carry a right? sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas legalized swords not too long ago. So. Swords, Pennsylvania carry. <laughs> <laughs> Pennsylvania Halberd Association. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think the thing can... is, just like, just in general terms for Americans, if you have to live with the Second Amendment, you may as well get your end out of it too. Like, uh, you know, blessing and a curse, benefit and a hazard. Um, if you have to be around people who can shoot you, fucking, you may as well protect yourself as best you can. Let me ask you, a, I'm on the American Knife and Tool Institute uh, webpage. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, do you think a halberd counts as a knife? Uh, it's a knife on a stick, when you think about it. Uh, well, fucking home rule charter. Any knife or other cutting instrument which can be used as a weapon uh, that has a cutting edge similar to that of a knife, no tool or instrument commonly or ordinarily used in a trade profession or calling, shall be considered a cutting weapon while actually being used in the acts of exercise of that trade profession or calling. I mean, being a, 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 a halbertsman. That's a uh, calling. Halber- that's a calling. That's a the calling. Pope's got him. I mean, what yeah, else yeah, do you right. want? And this is a very Catholic city. You could probably get away with carrying a halberd. <laughs> Listener, I implore you to find out. <laughs> yeah, find out in the sense of research, not find out in the sense of fuck around and. No, <laughs> no, but do do protect trans kids with halberds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we can we can agree on that. Where it's legal. No, yeah. no, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. Devin. <laughs> All right. What's you know, next in news? News. Hey, Pat Robertson died. Speak your fucking uh, around and finding out. Suck uh, that yes. shit, although uh, I did read a very interesting article from, um, I forget where it was, uh, you, can, you can find it about the 700 Club's uh, 
uh, contract with what was formerly Fox Family is now was then ABC Family is now Freeform owned by the Disney Corporation, where it's basically totally ironclad, and Disney does its best to like stash it. Uh, mm. But yeah, Disney uh, pays Pat Robertson's family uh, tons of money to uh, air his show where he rips off poor people in exchange for the worst conservative commentary you've ever heard. Uh, I'm very glad personally that he's dead. Pat Robertson, I piss on your grave. Uh, a thing a thing yeah. that he once said, by the way, which sticks with me, is he, he tried with a bunch of other evangelicals to um, get uh, fucking same-sex marriage uh, to campaign against it, its legalization in Scotland. Uh, and when that failed, he said, in Scotland, you can't believe how ho- how strong the homosexuals are. Which, <laughs> I think they should put that on the road sign driving yes. north from Berwick. Uh, you know, Fauci Galba, uh, you can't believe how strong the homosexuals are. Uh, when At Robertson noted Lexingtonian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can go to Regents University and then the steps uh we uh in my home county of york uh york pennsylvania we have a a a little town called dover which wanted to teach intelligent design uh this was defeated uh at the supreme court uh and pat robertson said that dover is like a godless sinful place and it's like yeah it is but not for the reasons you fucking think but I what I want to know is how soon after this photo was taken did he die? Because it can't have been long, right? Like this dude looks just... like he smoking that shit that killed Jerry Falwell. In the ripe old age of ninety three. Because a good she, die young um, and bastards yeah. live forever. Where is Kissinger? He looks. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like they injected Alfred E. Newman with the like progeria yeah. syndrome. He looks kind of I... pickled. He looks kind of pickled. Yeah, not like yeah. Keith Richards, but you know. I mean, I think the thing is, right, I, I hesitate to wish hell on anyone, right? Um, and I just, yeah. I, I think it would be funny for Pat Robertson to die and contend with being in Muslim heaven. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think that would be a good time. I, I would want to see that. I think, it's, I think it's reasonable, if you, even if you're a bit of a universalist, right? Even if you think that hell is like empty or almost empty, right? I think you are allowed to get some Schadenfreude out of like this dude dying and being like, "Damn, guess I was wrong about that guy." Everything. Specifically, is in hell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The fun one about uh, you know, these people have names and addresses. Is I have walked by his house several times mm. in my life. <laughs> yeah, most recently in the middle of the night with a halberd. <laughs> it was weird. I, it was weird how you were carrying one at each Ross dual wielding halberds. <laughs> hey Pat, yeah. why don't you come outside, pussy? <laughs> yeah, and the cause of, the cause of death, right, was like heart failure. But what they don't mention on the death certificate was that that was like proximate to a halberd threatening. Yes. Uh, no, unfortunately, he. Uh, I believe he moved to Virginia Beach. Uh, he moved away from Lexington. To join the seals. So, yeah, Lexington, Virginia, not Lexington, Kentucky. Um. Pat Robertson with a big fucking like bone frog tattoo working out in like an open gym in Virginia Beach. But he was like quite literally down the street from where my grandparents lived. Mm. And and I believe a lot of doxing Roz's grandparents. (laughs) (laughs) Believed a lot of repulsive things and now he is dead. Mm. Um, Yeah. But like this is the thing. We're sort of doing an in memoriam segment from this point on in the podcast because 
We've had a lot of like little seasonings of of, of deaths of celebrities. Where death. is Kissinger? Yeah, I yeah. I was asking that. I I truly was. Um, I, and you know he because he just turned a hundred. Um, yeah, and had a whole birthday alive. party. My mother called me to curse him out. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I I mean I think the thing is we've all got that one that we're waiting for. Yeah. And, and in my case, you know, the bottle of champagne was open when Blair dies. Um, yes. but Kissinger. He's been denying us for too long. He's uh, like, you know, it's been edging, 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 edging. Been gooning. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gooning. We got to uh, <laughs> thank you. I uh, the Kissinger goon cave. <laughs> Stop. It's it. horrible. We all know what that means. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. You can trace. You can trace it. You can like uh, pandemic, like test and trace your way around when each of us became aware of it, like through the different yeah. podcasts or just being online. Yeah, but I think I'm maybe patient ever, zero of gooning. Why can't we ever just have a normal, nice podcast where we don't talk about um or fucking <laughs> gooning? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, you know, I, I just one of these days we're gonna have the family friendly fucking uh -huh. WTYP story hour in which no one dies or is covered in semen or poop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that'll be Get right out the big the Nickelodeon slime doohickey, except oh, it's full of... Except the slime is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> no, 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 no. Bukaki um, on a massive industrial scale. Devin, yes, darling, if you can cuss in, please, Dude. the uh, Casey Perry getting slimed in the face by the Nickelodeon <laughs> slime box, that would be ideal. Oh, God. Yeah, thank oh. You. Bye. Oh. <laughs> I, I do, I... You gotta wonder how much cum you'd need to get, right? Like, we're talking like a oh, I thought we were just news. talking like horse. Well, no, if you had like a horse farm, you could probably get like a decent amount of cum. You can't just, afford I, horse cum, like I, a genuinely. No, 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 no. I know that. I'm not I, talking like good race horses. I'm just talking what, like, horses like cum. shit. Horse yeah, cum. I'm talking like bunk, bunk, bunk oil, right? Like, I'm talking like bunker cum, right? You know what I mean, like. Whatever the horse cum equivalent of diesel fuel is. Now, now diesel is more highly refined than bunker fuel. Yeah, so. bunker fuel. Yeah, yeah, bunker fuel. Yeah, yeah. The, li the life cycle of the horse you're envisioning here is the horse. The horse is like raised and trained. Uh, is like jerked off a bunch of times. Goes to like the Kentucky Derby. Falls at the first thing and is then shot. Right. No, my horses aren't even making it that far. These are these are like just. <laughs> <laughs> nice little like birthday party horses, right? Like you uh -huh, just you just uh -huh. get a horse and you put a little horn on its head for a unicorn. I don't I these horses, I'm just uh -huh. like no, you know what? Let's move on. Why don't we just move on? Yeah, yes, yeah, so I've I've put a new news on the screen. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Lighting a candle Teddy. on Trans Day of Remembrance here. Yeah, yep. Teddy Kaczynski died. Yes. Uh our most notable poll. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, a famous <laughs> Polish American. Yeah, um, we lo we lost. We're down to like one literate Polish American after yes. this. I the saw that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I, I steal all my best jokes on Twitter. Um, yes, 
No, so so Ted Kaczynski, uh, if you're confused by the trans joke, this is legitimately true. Uh, he he once went to a psychiatrist at uh, I think the University of Washington to like start uh, like gender transformation treatment, like gender transition, and then got too scared and mad in the waiting room and went out of the clinic, deciding to like blow shit up, which. Is about the sort of like least infuriating interaction you can have with that sort of like system of care, I will say. Um, and that that's that's sourced, by the way, that's sourced to the Washington Post. He wrote about it at his trial. Um, but yeah, uh, Ted Kaczynski, mathematician, um, uh, uh, repressor, uh, um, Unabomber, uh, the one, yeah, enthusiastic, the only enthusiastic user of the United States <laughs> Postal Service. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There is uh, there is an unopened Unibomb on eBay for sale right now that you can buy if you want to like go out with a bang, right? So like do you think the I I wonder if the Unibomb still works though, you know. That's the thing. I I would immediately try and open it. Um yeah. the, you know, you would be this disappointed the, if like the Unibomb fizzled. Yeah, I'd be like, "Damn, I I could uh I could uh you know, I I just want to see. I just want to see if we it works. We can just build a bomb, dude. We have yeah, enough. But that, but that yeah, would but not be, be a, a real unibomb. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we'll build a, I don't know, we'll just get drunk one day and just do it ourselves. It, 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 there's like an authenticity we'll just, thing we'll just, to it. We'll just, like, it's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's like a yeah. Signed, I know, I get like, it. I get it. The rookie card thing. Yeah. 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 The, the Ted Kaczynski rookie card. Um, I, I mean, one thing I kind of I, I don't want to gloss over is that uh, I I don't know if you're like supposed to say this ethically or not, but like Ted Kaczynski did die by s right? Um, and actually you'll have to cut that because no, we have to we have to fucking cut that because the last recording we did, YouTube put a big disclaimer on it for mentioning that. Bleep yeah, the word. That. Bleep the fucking I, word. We can't do that. I you yeah. know. The the way our listenership works, I don't even think it matters. Yeah, I guess I saw all of those freaks in the comments like, oh, I clicked through a really cool disclaimer. I'm I'm excited to hear it, you faces of death, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, no, no, but like he was also a, a person of interest in the Chicago Tylenol murders, which I didn't know. Yeah. Huh. Uh I mean, yeah. But the thing is, right, um, the point I was making with this is that he was in, um, I, I like FCI, or, or like whatever federal like medical facility, uh, Butner. Before that, he was in Florence, right? In Supermax. Yep. Um, and the point I wanted to make is that Supermax is the worst form of torture we've developed that for yep. someone without laying any hands on them. Yep. Um, uh, fucking, we didn't put this in as a news item, and we should have. Robert Hansen also died in yes. Florence. Um, the, you know the guy that made the movie Breach about noted um, Soviet and then Russian spy, um, mm. and I just wanted to just wanted to express that it it is uh, hell on earth. It, yes. Like, and no human being, no matter how heinous, deserves that. No, you're a hundred percent correct on that. It, it's beyond unnecessary. At some point, and I'm and this is not a joke. Like, where someone like Hanson is like, just ki like mercy kill him, basically. Genuinely, genuinely, you don't need. I, you don't, I, we don't need to do all this. Like, I would rather be killed than to be held in like complete I think, isolation. I think most for people would. I life. think most people would, and and I would not blame you for it. You know, I mm. there, I I understand uh, the 
you know, the government's insatiable need to draw blood, but that's mm-hmm. not like, that's not what I fucking believe. Uh, you can just, I don't know, set him, set him to live on a farm. He could be Ted Kaczynski's roommate. You know, you would absolutely watch, you would absolutely watch a buddy comedy about Robert Hansen <laughs> and Ted Kaczynski at ADX Florida. You'd absolutely fucking watch that show. Somebody write it. Noah, yeah, if you're listening. Because <laughs> like, yeah. the thing is, the thing is, right, there are people, I, I will accept, I'm not a total prison abolitionist. I accept that there are people who are too dangerous to others to be, like, allowed freely to, like, also, walk around. People who, like, uh, harm children, I'm kind of like, no, I'm not very sympathetic to you. Sure, sure, yeah. But, like, yeah. the thing is, if you get all of those people together in, like, a secure environment, and then you let them interact with each other, what you think is going to happen is a kind of, like, suicide squad. Uh, Magneto prison thing where they use their own strengths to like overpower the guards or whatever. That doesn't mm-hmm. fucking happen. What happens is they don't go insane. And like that's probably a good thing. That's like good from a human rights perspective. Mm-hmm. They're not clawing their own eyes out out of like sheer horror at never perceiving another human being again. Um, you, you gotta fucking like your solitary confinement is one of the most inhumane things in the U.S., and that's saying something. It's inhumane no, you're, anyway. You're you're, like, you're 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 hundred percent correct. The other thing you got to think about here is uh, the uh, all the seventeen year old anarcho primitivists are going in are going crazy over this. Oh my god! Yeah, if you don't, <laughs> you know, if you, the <laughs> thing is, Ted Kaczynski is a leftist icon. If you don't fucking read him. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was he was this close to being. He was just a black pilled white nationalist. Basically, he yeah. hated everybody. Like, Which, like, a, a, like he he came by it honestly, and not in the funny way, the bad way. Yeah, like you, you do have to give him that. Like the the spleen yeah. is like authentic, right? Like, and the, you know, it's not difficult to make a critique of technology. You don't got to fucking unibomb anybody about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say it's not a it's not not a crazy. Uh, it it's not a crazy uh, stretch to say, hmm. Some aspects of technology are bad, actually. Right. But, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Now what? Uh, yeah. uh, I guess I'm going to unibomb people about it. But like uh, once <laughs> once he was in unibomber prison, the unibombing was over. Like he wasn't right. going to unibomb anyone else because where was he going to get his hands on the unibomb? Right. It was it yeah. was purely vindictive. And I I'm not even against like the existence of some kind of punishment. I'm not even against sometime vindictiveness. Right. But like long long after it had like ceased to have any value at all beyond just like, no, we need this guy to be in a hole of suffering for the rest of his life. Uh, and it's it's cool that the federal government like has always had this desire to do this. We've we've talked about fucking Alcatraz before, uh, as an example of the feds being like, no, we gotta I saw a movie where Jimmy Cagney scared me, so now we gotta like uh do this now. <laughs> um uh, and yeah, Florence in particular is like it's a nightmare. I heard I heard it yep. described as a cleaner version of hell. Um yep. so uh yeah, at least this one dude was not a nice person, not a good person, blew a dude's hands off, um, is read no longer Jin. being, read being tortured. And, yeah. and you can read you can read Zerzan if you want to you know, be edgy about it. I like Zerzan, uh, you know, and uh, you, you can, uh, there are criticisms to be made for Zerzan as well. Uh, I just think we've had enough of society. Uh, I don't mean that in a you should technologist way. I mean, mm. what we should do is root for the meteor. <laughs> yes. You don't even need a meteor, just wait. I was about to say. I don't want to wait. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't want to wait. I'm, 
for this pretty... earth to be over. <laughs> I don't want to wait to be hit by a boulder. I don't know. I'm pretty pro society. Thing. You know, society is pretty good because it gives you no, things not, like yeah. toilet paper. No, I, I, think, um, I think there's, there's, there's like bugs, bathe in streams, wipe with leaves. Yes. There's a reason critique happens here, which is society and its enormity. It provides you with lots of lots of tortures, right? But it also provides you with lots of treats. Um, yes, I do the, like treats. The, the treats keep coming, <laughs> but also the horrors. Um, yeah, and I, I, for one, would like to, you know, uh, transform that society in a more equitable way, in a quite an abrupt way. But I don't want to end the society. That's my feeling. Yeah. Well, what are you uh, gonna do? Mm. Uh, not you know, Unibomb the only thing... anyone. Yeah, no, don't not Unibomb anyone because that doesn't that didn't no, work. Honestly, honestly, I got one more critique for Ted Kaczynski. You could have picked your targets a lot better, my guy. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. You, you. There were there were many better symbolic targets than the ones he went after. <laughs> he, just, he just unibombed like three guys at guys random. right like you could yeah. there are oh mm, okay uh you know what let's move on i'm sure the people yeah, let's move on you know, you know you know what it was he he like he like misread one thing and he was yeah. like the people making color printers ha have names and addresses which is like, true if you've ever tried to set up a color yeah, printer yeah, I was about to say, anti, tried to set up a color, that's not yeah. what he was yelling about he was just like oh this is an awful form of technological innovation that's horrifying and it's like yeah man i too hate hp drivers but like <laughs> Every tech person so keeps two pieces of technology in their house: a printer and a unibomb to blow up that printer if it ever makes any noise. I every time I look at my printer, I, I'm just like, "Oh, you son of a whore!" Like, I am just, I am just, I would be more impressed if he were a multi bomber. You know, if he could like, you know, have m multiple bombs going off at once. Hey, you know, you know, like, really you know, like, funny. The, you know, like multi ball on the pinball table. You do. Yo, that I scored eleven unibombing. million on the Munsters pinball machine the other day. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Where's I the multi-ball pinball machine? Huh? Where Where is that? It's pinball modeled. Machine? I'll take you to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's nice. You'll like it. It's a very yeah. it's a very like dark pinball. table, though. I didn't love mm. that so much. I I'm I'm a sucker for a brightly lit table. Mm. Got some good effects, but it's like, yeah, this is very dark. I, I would prefer something a little a little brighter. But uh, yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of the PO box, if you want to mail us a functional pinball machine. <laughs> yeah, rather that than a unibomb, please. Yeah, please don't yes. send us a unibomb. Yeah. Please don't okay. multi-bomb or unibomb us. Multi-bomb, <laughs> unibomb, any kind of bomb. Yeah, we don't like bombs. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, we do, we do, but not in that way. Um, in other news. The Iron Sheik died. Yeah, this sucks. Ah, yeah, this this this, this one's kind of sucks, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh famous WWE heel um hater of Hulk Hogan to the yes, end. yes strong Hulk Hogan hater um mm -hmm. providing Iranian representation he's Iranian right was he yeah I think so yeah I thought see, this was the thing I I thought this was like new frontiers in American racism I assumed this that he was like just a white guy and this was like all right uh, he was he was Iranian Okay. The only Iranian champion in WWE history, having won the WWF World Heavyweight Championship in 1983. Mm. Uh, but the the only reason I know about the Iron Sheik, right, is that he uh, 
sort of came back after he retired with a Twitter account that did numbers regularly. Yeah, it was just like his like little like his nephews or something or his managers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just he just yelled at people and it was good. <laughs> I kind of yeah yeah yeah. I mean the Twitter presence thing is always weird to me. Like you remember um William Shatner's tweets where it was like this is clearly not like a. 900 year old William Shatner tweeting. Yeah, this is is, uh, sort of a ratatouille puppeteering situation. Keeping him sort of in the cultural zeitgeist, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the thing. Like, obviously, we all have that service. And, you know, I haven't written a tweet myself since about 2011. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I I have my secretary do that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Your secretary doesn't have thumbs and he hates you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i just have milkshake write all the tweets yeah. <laughs> send more food kill human and send tweet <laughs> i have never been fed yes not even one time uh i i mean i guess it's i guess the thing about the the iron shake right is that it's weirdly racist but also reclaiming because the persona is arab right a, a thing yes. which most Iranians are not. Um, and on looking, I discovered that his original persona was Hussein Arab, right? Jesus. Um, <laughs> but on the other hand, he, like, I, I, to make a wrestling heel that is flatly a racial stereotype have enough depth and staying power that, you know, people are still reading the tweets fucking 40 years later, that requires something going on, right? Yes. Um, mostly kicking the absolute shit out of Hulk Hogan, which, of course, we support. Objectively um, good, yes. Yeah. Also, he teamed up with um, a, a guy who uh, once sang the Soviet national anthem on stage. Um, <laughs> which... So Nikolai Volkov. So, yeah, I, I always enjoy sort of like axis of evil wrestling heel. I think it says a lot about America's psychology, you know, um, which is not good. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, you know, it's wrestling. It's supposed to be at least a little bit goofy. Um, <laughs> that's that's true. It is very goofy. Yeah. It is very goofy. <laughs> All right, mm. who's next on the in memoriam segment? Yeah, this is true. Uh, Silvio Berlusconi died. Oh, yes. R.I.P., yep. you big fat fuck. Oh, oh, one, <laughs> one last drop of his election song that Noah sent me years ago. Oh. Oh. He alone could fix it. He was sounds a like for Trump. Sounds like youth choir. Yeah, I, that sounded like some Hitler Youth shit. I didn't like that. So, so Silvio Berlusconi, now he's dead, I think I can confidently say, uh, big participant in Operation Gladio, uh, member of the Propaganda Due, Freemason Lodge, uh, yes. wildly corrupt, um, funneling money between NATO and the Mafia, and who knows who the fuck else. Uh, Quite probably Bernardo, Bernardo Provenzano's man in Rome, um, a symbol of the sort of like the corruption at the heart of Italian politics and Italian elites. 
BFFs with Gaddafi. Um, constant uh, sex scandal have a uh, probably a pedophile as well. We can just oh, fucking throw that please, one out yeah. there. Um, uh, and generally a piece of shit, right? It's good that he's dead. Uh, every Italian that I know is happy that it happened. Um, I'm gonna miss him. This is the thing, though, right? Because this this is where I'm going to talk about Trump uh, and Boris Johnson to an extent, where it's the kind of thing where the corruption, he pioneered this thing after, Mm -hmm. I guess, Huey Long, where, like, the corruption is so out there and so open that it wraps back around, like, people get, like, a sort of, like, a stack overflow, uh, and people are like, no, this is good again. This guy's funny. This guy's a funny guy, yeah. He's, He's based, he's funny. Um, and he did have some good lines. Uh, I mean, he said that like um, <laughs> his version of inclusivity was saying that everybody has uh, like at least a twenty-five percent homosexual part, but mine is this a lesbian. Is a lesbian, yeah. <laughs> which is a good line. Um, it, it, like bizarre, constant, uh, like uh, um, plastic surgery and hair transplants to try and keep himself looking young, which never worked and only made him look weirder. Uh, he once got hit in the head with a throne model of Milan Cathedral, um, which <laughs> like, broke two of his teeth. Um, just tremendously weird dude who sort of like Forrest Gumped his way through uh, 20th century European politics um, and is now at long last dead. Um, rest in peace. I, you know, I, I, I think, I think he is, uh, he, he, he would be better than the current weird fascists who run Italy. Um, you know, cause the, are you going to, are you going to take the, the, the fascist with a sense of humor or the humorless fascist, which seems to be mm. what we have now. Well, that, um, that's sort of like that. They are a consequence of like Berlusconiism is the thing. Uh, and yeah, it, it existed before him and like, it, it was him who sort of like, catapulted like uh you know his his various parties culminating in Forza Italia and uh you know Liga Nord as well like into this position of uh sort of like the far right that we see now um but at the same time yeah he was sort of like he was institutional right w- which me- which means he was he was the guy who did deals with the mob and to fucking cut out the left uh, and to like, you know, fuck over the unions and stuff. And now that he's gone, you get the sort of artless version of the same, which is, you know, uh, crying about how Jim Carrey replied to you on Twitter with a picture of your dad upside down, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> real grim. Um, yeah, real grim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really one, one thing I think it is funny, though, is that um, the locus of uh, a, a big part of his corruption with Provenzano. Uh, this mob boss was in in building the the sort of satellite town of Milan where he built his TV empire, which was called Milan, Milan two. two. I just yes. learned Milan that. Two. Yes. M- Milan two. Milan two. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> I really like as a sort of act of hubris is Silvio Berlusconi's cooler Milan. I'm now trying to search for this on Google Maps. I can't find it. I M- Milan yeah. two. Milan too. I mean, Google is broken now. Is the other thing. Yeah, this is true. Also, so is part of my keyboard. Thanks yeah, to Milkshake. Cat. Yeah. 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 Milano Due, uh, residential center in the Italian town of Sagrate, uh, built as a new town by Silvio Berlusconi's company, Adelman. 
It's very walkable. He did mixed use walkable urbanism. Uh, so critical support to yeah. Silvio yeah. Berlusconi. This type of walkable urbanism is illegal in. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, illegal because of massive corruption yes. in the award of all of the contracts. <laughs> yes. This it's type of massive mixed, mixed use walkable urban corruption is illegal. Why do you in every hate local businesses? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this looks nice. Yeah. I like it. It's it's all it's also like all of the concrete is going through a guy called like Uncle Binu, right? But like <laughs> aside from that, it's all good. Got some nice fountains. Standing. <sighs> yeah. Uh who else died? Trump. He's dead now. Yeah, do 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 the thing. Uh, yeah. Do, do the thing. Yeah. yeah, Trump. Donnie died. from Queens. What yeah. is this picture? Is this real? Yeah. Yeah, who is this guy? What is, is this going guy on? I was gonna put in one of the AI generated pictures where Trump was getting like swarmed by cops, like you in know, agents in the matrix or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this is a real picture. I don't remember where it's from, but this one's real. Um, and yeah, the the important thing is that Donnie from Queens has died badly. He has gone yeah. out like Stan Chera. He is now dead. He is. He's he's been killed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and this is Unibomb. Yeah. <laughs> no, so uh, basically, they they unsealed the indictment because um, he was indicted in Florida um, by uh, this this special master. Um, yes, and it turns out that what Donnie from Queens has been doing is keeping a bunch of highly highly classified documents. Some of them in the indictment, the classifications are themselves redacted, which I really like. That's real bad, so, yeah. Yeah, it's like, how secret is it? I also cannot tell you. Um, and he was keeping those in a bathtub? Yep. Yes. And, and, and a bathroom. And it, it, so, as I understand it, the president can declassify shit anytime yes. he wants. Yes, but but once he yeah. stops being president, he can't do that anymore. Correct. But well, he should have so, declassified it right before he left office. There yeah. are you know, like the there, last there was a conservative uh, theory going around that he had meant to, and that was good enough. Or by taking it, that was clearly a declassification. Well, that is not how that process works. Yeah, no, it did lead to him posting a photo of all of these file boxes, as he described it. Securely stored on sidewalk outside White House. I did um, an ocular pat down of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I right now am trying to get rid of some chairs by securely storing them on the sidewalk outside my building. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> with free chair written on them. I um. So the other thing is, they got him in 4K because they got him on tape, saying. Twice. Yeah, they they got him saying to some people, like audibly rustling document, like like rustling paper. Um, hey, look at these cool documents I have. They're classified. The did military they show maps to me. Kid Rock or something too. He did like, show maps of North Korea to Kid Rock. What are you um, doing, man? Not like come on. At least at least give uh, what's his name the the one I hate. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking what's his name. You. The the Ted Nugent. There we go. Oh, Ted Nugent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. So um he he was showing people these these uh classified files. Can't do that. Uh, and was going, yeah, Mark Milley uh was saying that I wanted to declare war in Iran, but I actually didn't, and he made these for me. 
so actually he's a piece of shit, but I can't oh tell anyone because they're classified. Um, You've got so just to not do that. Starting <laughs> beef with the the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff um, at your shitty club slash house in Florida with a document yeah. you took out of a bathtub, um, which is enough to get you put in Ted Kaczynski's old apartment, right? Like, <laughs> but, and he said. Like explicitly, I could have declassified this when I was president. Probably should have done that, but so now you, you can't look at it. And then he shows it to a guy. Yeah, I, it's that. Uh, I would also do that shit, though. I mean, this is the thing. <laughs> I I feel like they should cut the president some slack here, just for you know being a human being. Um, mm. Hey, look at these cool classified documents I have. Yeah, I'd do that shit. <laughs> he he did he did my favorite piece of uh, like yeah, knock it down from thirty seven count thirty one counts or however many under yeah, the you get like two for free. Yeah, yeah, um, you can have, yeah. We'll take two off the top. <laughs> my 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 favorite thing was his his idea of opsec was showing a guy a classified document and then saying don't come any closer like don't stay this many steps yes, away yes. from me because that's classified <laughs> incredible incredible i love it which it's not not yeah. classified if you're within like covid uh social distancing <laughs> it's got like aoe around it you know like, <laughs> i i really like it and the thing is right i know i know there are people listening to this podcast who have worked with classified information and who know what it's like and who know that you have to sign the thing and go through the thing and then go through the other thing and go through the like locking thing with the other thing to get into the fucking uh, special it's room. Skiff, Alice. Thank you. Uh, we have to leave your phone outside in order to look at the thing. And what you can't usually do in those situations is call someone over from inside and say, "Can you just hold it up to the window and I'll stay like five steps away from it." <laughs> I. <laughs> So he he might genuinely go to prison, which yeah. is gonna be so fucking funny because he's gonna win the nomination again. Oh, maybe yeah, from prison. from prison. He's gonna have to phone into the debates. He's gonna be there. You know, they're gonna have a video feed of him in prison. He's gonna be like, <laughs> you know, he's gonna What's be he's gonna be in a prison cafeteria <laughs> from a shitty yeah. jail phone. Like they have to get like on CNN or whatever the yeah. fucking robot voice that says you are receiving a call from federal prisoner <laughs> number yeah. number number Donald J Trump. <laughs> like that's gonna Folks, be I meet Meatball Rob. He wouldn't he wouldn't last a second in here. <laughs> I just I only have Donnie. This only Donnie's the guy. Yeah, he's 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 calling in from the prison cafeteria. He's got a he's flanked on one side. He's got an Aryan Brotherhood guy on the other side. He's got um you know a a, a, a crip. Uh, you know he's like he's the Unity candidate because he unified federal prison in this way. I, I think he could do it. But like, yeah, at some point you you're kind of rooting for it, right? Like just yeah, to see what bit, happens a little bit. Because the thing is, right, I. I want him to do the Eugene Debs thing of running from prison. I want him to lose, but I also accept that it's funnier if he wins and is then the jail president, because there's a couple of things that you would have to do, right? First of all, he's still got Secret Service protection the whole time, which leads yeah. me to imagine, like, the whole detail. Just, like, wet. camped out with him, just, like, try- Like, you ever see that video of all- of all six flyers in the penalty box? Yeah, what it is, is they're all wearing, uh, like, the, like, 
shirts and ties, earpieces and sunglasses, but like orange jumpsuits over that. Oh, for that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's like a Secret Service guy like lifting weights and shit. Um, that's Trump that's one a thing. Bunch of, Trump gets a bunch of prison tattoos. <laughs> he gets like a ear under one eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the other thing, the other thing is um, that uh, if he wins, they're gonna have to either like build him his own prison, like Pablo Escobar, where he can be the the president of jail, or they're gonna have to put some bars over the White House windows and redesignate <laughs> it as like federal correctional institution, the White House. White House. And I really think they should do that. I, I what if what I, if he just gets he gets really jacked in prison? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, f- fucking like you know, uh, Rishi Sunak or, or whoever comes to the US on a state visit, and they can't see him because Trump's like thrown a neutral loaf and he's in the shoe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, they gotta meet with vice president, whoever the fuck it is at this point, because Trump is out of visitation hours. Brotherhood guy from earlier. (laughs) (laughs) This is my vice vice president, Carl. No one knows his last name. (laughs) Got a monitor. Yeah. What'd you get? The it's, vice a presidency. it's a modernism. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, I think I think Melania is getting indicted as well, and she's gonna flip on him like immediately. That's gonna set records. Like <coughs> the most cooperating a witness has ever been. You got that twenty thousand dollar bonus for most evasive testimony to Congress, but we need new things. <laughs> Still Incredible. got it though. Like, uh, it, yeah, yeah. You think they'll get McDonald's for him in prison? Kind of hope so. <laughs> the man deserves his. Well, he doesn't deserve shit, but he does deserve his treat. <laughs> the commissary, folks. It's it's garbage. I don't like it. <laughs> what am I? Where am I yeah. supposed to get my diet coke, folks? Yeah. Can you believe setting, how they're treating Donald on here? Setting a record Trump, for the like Trump all caps. <laughs> The highest commissary budget for like any federal prisoner since Bernie he's gonna Madoff. Be, he's going to be incredibly popular in jail just yeah. because he's going to be able to get so much like nicer things for everyone. You know, he's going to go in there. He's going to demand they replace the commissary with McDonald's and they're going to do it for him. He's going to go in there. He's going to demand like, you know, we need uh, I, I don't know. Um we need Diet Cokes. Everyone's going to get Diet Cokes. It's going to be fantastic. I, well, the thing like, is, too, like, all the guards are going to be like, uh, yes, sir, Mr. Trump, it's an honor, sir. Like, yes. it's, it's incredible. Well, they were you, crying uh, when they arrested him. Both, yes, like, you which saw I thought how was mad funny. they were to arrest him. And it's like, oh, this is, this is torture for both of you. I, I enjoy that a great deal. Yeah, I could slurp that up like a slushy. Yeah. yeah. I'm stoked. I'm stoked for Donald Trump to be president from prison. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be some of the funniest <laughs> some of the funniest shit that's ever happened. Yeah, because you can't pardon yourself. He you can't do it. Like <laughs> but he, this, but God the, damn, the, he's not gonna try. This is this is legitimately the funniest thing, right? Is 
the only thing that can keep him out of pound me in the ass federal prison is Ron DeSantis yeah, like... getting elected president. He is the only person who can stop Ron DeSantis from getting elected president, and he's gonna <laughs> do it. This is the funniest and worst timeline. I want to be very clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a fun one. Oh my yeah. god! I'm, I'm, I am, I am excited. I am, I. This, yeah. this is yeah. incredible. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where to go from there. Uh, next than, news. Uh, I am, the... I am still interested to know who this fiddler on the roof guy is here. Yeah, if you, if you know who Tevye there is, please let us yeah. know. <laughs> um, oh, don't be anti-Semitic. He That's looks, looks like, like the guy I know from he Fiddler does. on the Roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this Jerry Falwell Jr.? Oh, Christ. Is, is this it? Falwell wow. Jr.? I don't like that. Why is, why is Trump wearing what appears to be like a Canadian maple leaf pin? Maybe not. That's... Uh, to, uh, to, to like sort of pay tribute no. to the, the humble forest fire starters of the where did, yeah. where did you get this photo I don't know Google maybe, maybe it is fucking AI I don't know Donald Trump did you just search Trump I gotta track this down now I, I think I searched Trump arrested you could use reverse would, image search. I could, but I'm too late. And it, it came up with all of the, the like fucking uh, like news results, and this was one of the fucking images they were using to mm. illustrate the news results. Was this? Oh man! All right, I'm just gonna. All right, you two carry on. I'll be back in a second. Okay. I'm not leaving. I just need this photo. <laughs> Hi, it's Justin. Uh, so this is a commercial for the podcast that you're already listening to. Uh, people are annoyed by these, so let me get to the point. We have this thing called Patreon, right? The deal is you give us two bucks a month, and we give you an extra episode once a month. Uh, sometimes it's a little inconsistent, but, you know, it's two bucks. You get what you pay for. Um, it also gets you our full back catalog of bonus episodes, so you can learn about exciting topics like guns pickup trucks, or pickup trucks with guns on them. The money we raise through Patreon goes to making sure that the only ad you hear on this podcast is this one. Anyway, that's something to consider if you have two bucks to spare each month. Uh, join at patreon.com forward slash WTYP pod. Do it if you want. Or don't. It's your decision, and we respect that. Back to the show. Uh, in other news, in memoriam, uh, in memorial for uh, Interstate 95, which mm. collapsed uh, yeah. two days ago. I hear there are truthers about this, right? Because yes, the official narrative: the U.S. government would have you believe <sighs> that someone parked a tanker truck that was on fire. They did some pretty evil stuff, and the Twitter accounts responsible for it all blocked me when I called them out on it. Mm. <laughs> But someone, uh, yes. some... There was a tanker truck on fire underneath an overpass on the uh, I-95 Delaware Expressway. Um, it, was, uh, it was on fire for a while. Um, one of the overpasses collapsed. Uh, the other one is sagging enough that it will have to be replaced. Yep. <clears throat> this is a brand new stretch of interstate, by the way. Um, 
But yeah, this is, uh, uh, you know, it shut down I-95 and lots of people are saying, oh my God, this is, it's either some kind of conspiracy, uh, you know, because, yeah, oh my God. 15 minute cities, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. a 15 minute city. <laughs> you know, we're going to, we're going to destroy uh, freeway infrastructure. The thing is, if you were like, I want to take out some critical highway infrastructure, this is not the place to do it because uh, there are least... be a list of the places to do that. <laughs> appearing on your screen now yes uh i would say if you wanted to take out 95 you'd probably do that somewhere in maryland um yeah you'd think right yeah Ugh. yeah so but you know the, the the thing here is there's like three parallel interstates you know because you got um you got 95 but then you got 295 and you have the jersey turnpike and you have the roosevelt boulevard um you know so this not is not but it acts like it <laughs> yeah it acts like it yeah it, but so this is this is uh, lots and lots of parallel routes around this thing. But people have been panicking because, oh, my God, 95 is down. It's going to destroy the nation's economy or it's going to destroy commutes into Philly. I don't believe it has done either of those things. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, uh, you know, no one's seen a big crushed, like squished flat tanker truck under this. So that this means is true. That yes, it was a controlled detonation. Yeah, because uh, there's no way that a 70-foot tractor-trailer could fit underneath a 94-foot-wide uh, interstate overpass. Uh, <laughs> that, people are genuinely, like, truthing about this, if I can make that a word. Yeah, um, yes. Along it's also the right, of... it's right next to Four Seasons Total Landscaping, too. Oh, shit. It was Giuliani. <laughs> yeah, Giuliani, Giuliani did Giuliani it. Escaping from a burning tanker truck in the middle of the night. Uh, there is video, by the way. I've seen video of people like driving over this uh, this overpass while it's burning, while it's on it. fire, and there's like With visible the sag down. in the road. Yeah, what, I, I genuinely feel sometimes as if the northeastern United States is one big conspiracy to get the air quality as low as possible, like sort of min maxing for lungs. Like it, it genuinely, I don't understand it. Um, but yeah, so you gotta get the um, shot, you know. <laughs> uh, critical support to the urbanist cell responsible yes. for this act of deep green sabotage. Yeah, um, Alan Alan Fisher went out there with uh sort of uh <laughs> you know a cadre of uh radical urbanists and took the thing out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this type of uh this type of fucking degrowth is actually illegal um yeah. in, in most places. All right, so I I think this is Mark Wayne Mullen, who is a senator from Oklahoma, uh, and he, there's a video of him getting his ass cooked uh, by the AFL-CIO. Oh, oh. Cool. All right, that took a long time. Sorry about it. Yes. Hi, I'm That's back. That's right. No, <laughs> I understand the drive to like go and do some research into yes. these things. I get it completely. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we, we don't have I-95 at the moment. And don't need it. Adds weight. Doesn't really seem to have affected anything. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the people, big one. People I mean, are, uh, people are shitting their pants, but yeah, yeah. SEPTA could have used it. Used it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's a lot of Corinne and I noticed that a lot of lot few people were on the roads. Uh, I I do think uh, in respect to not having to go back to the office. Hopefully, this will slow companies down. It probably won't from making people go back to the office for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, one thing I will say is that, like, if we we know about induced demand, right? We know that if you build a new lane, more people drive on it to fill it. Stands to reason, the logical corollary 
you demolish those lanes, people don't drive on them. So That's, that is uh, reduced demand, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that is that is a uh, genuine thing. Instead of by accident. By accident, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, it's ridiculous that mainline ninety five goes through Philly in the first place. It is. Um, you know, that, never that whole cap thing it should, now, though, man. It should just be the turnpike. They should just just put everyone on the turnpike instead of going straight through Center City. Um, you know, and then the I guess the other thing here is, uh, you know, SEPTA may be increasing services. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. I mean, they, well, they started. I know that they've they've beefed up service on the Trenton line they to have. compensate. And the way they did that was to shut down the Kenwood line entirely. As you um, <laughs> and then uh, this has gotten discussions about the Roosevelt Boulevard subway going a little uh, more intensely, which is a good thing. Yeah, um, they they are looking at that as an alternative, so that's good news. Yeah, build some public transport. You build some public transportation. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to see. I hope they do it. I hope they do a Roosevelt Boulevard subway, but also be interesting to see how they'll fuck it up. Oh, um, they will, which they will. Yeah. Let's be very clear on that. <laughs> but yeah, um, RIP to I-95. <laughs> yeah, I think one more piece of news, maybe. Yes. Uh, and this is going to take several months to fix, probably. That's, that's going to be... At a minimum, yeah. Yeah, at a minimum. Everything will go back to being terrible afterwards. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> your, your regularly uh, scheduled service of everything being terrible. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah really don't worry. You'll be able you. to drive your car into Center City again and then spend 45 minutes searching for parking. Don't worry. You, you will have about that it, Like The people who actually live here give a shit about you or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Do you pay wage tax? Well, I guess they would, but they do pay wage, but they pay less wage tax than we do. We do. Yeah, well, <laughs> moving <Anyways>. swiftly on. <laughs> it happened. It finally happened. This one's just for me, pretty much. Uh, yeah. So uh, oh, it, it's Scott Paul time. Look at her face. It is. It is. So so Scotland. Scotland has some quite strict contempt of court laws, so I'm somewhat limited in what I can say, unlike you two. Um, but essentially, for a, a good few months now, Police Scotland have been doing this uh, investigation into how the Scottish National Party, which is our sort of like centre-left pro-Scottish Independence Party, which has been the party of Scottish politics for the last 15 years, um, like, uh, like literally achieved a majority multiple times in a parliament that was specifically designed not to do that. Um, but what they did was they raised, um, they crowdfunded £660,000 from their members, from the general public, for independence, like for, for a new referendum campaign, right? Um, and then what happened to that money is now the subject of a police investigation. Um, the the police have seized they've been in the SNP headquarters with little like drain cameras they've seized a motorhome like an RV like a luxury camper van which frankly does not look that luxury maybe we can get a picture yep. of it up on screen it, it's All like right, a hundred thousand yeah. pound RV and it looks like shit to be honest uh, you, you showed me a picture of it. I was like, "That's not a cool RV." No, it wasn't very good. It's not. It's not like I. I think if you spend a hundred thousand pounds 
on an RV, you should get the thing where it like unfolds on the side to like double mm-hmm. the width, and like you get a couple of like dirt bikes out of the side. You should get like a Lego playset fucking RV for a hundred thousand pounds. Like if nothing else, that that's the real crime. Is you know they got ripped off buying that RV. Um, but the I I think the idea with the RV was that they were going to use it as like a campaign bus, which it wouldn't even have worked very well as because it like sleeps too. And it, it it's like it's big, but it's not like an actual bus either. It's just like a big van. Um. Anyway, that's that's been RV chat. Um, yes. But it's not, it's so not very good. yeah. So what actually happened is that they they arrested the treasurer of the SNP. Um. They arrested the former secretary of the SNP, and now they've arrested the uh former secretary's wife. The oh former first minister, I guess oh president, if you like, of Scotland for like a decade, Nicola Sturgeon, seen here. And this is fucking, this is like seismic, you know, like this is not really what's supposed to happen because she was this huge, huge influence in Scottish politics. And I can sort of describe her vibe as being like, um, we're going to do moderate Nordic style social democracy, I guess. Um, which does not really pair with everybody gets arrested, you know? <laughs> like, that's supposed to happen in the Scandi, like, cop dramas. That's not supposed to happen in the Scandi government. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, so everybody, they, they've released everybody who they, they arrested without charge, like, while they investigate further. And you can sort of, like, ascribe political motivations to that if you want. But in the meantime, all this really means is that, like, in political terms, another route out has been closed. You know, like mm-hmm. if you wanted a government in in any part of the UK that was like gonna maybe take some interest in making your life better, uh, you you could have had like a Corbynist kind of quasi socialism that was rapidly shut down. Uh, you could have had Scottish nationalism that was somewhat more slowly shut down. Uh, if the Greens ever do anything that threatening, I'm sure they will be too. And now you're you're here forever. You know, you're just locked in, and everything's gonna be. Uh, you know they're going to hand all of those uh, those seats over at the next election to the Scottish Labour Party, who are dog shit, always embarrassing or embarrassing <laughs> under Corbyn and Richard Leonard. Um, and uh, yeah, no, the, there is no better politics out there. It's just this forever. Um, hey, Northern Independence Party, though. <laughs> uh, <there's... laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I I'm sure if they ever like got that electorally interesting, they would be going through their accounts with a fine tooth comb. I, I, I the thing is, I don't sympathise with the SNP in general. I, I I gen I generally feel a lot of spite towards them, uh, both because you know I I I sort of have a philosophical disagreement with Scottish independence because I you know I hate the way that they kick the can down the road on trans rights long enough for it to become a culture war issue. And also because they're not as progressive as they think they are. Um, like a party where forty percent of the membership votes for a leader who wants to like make same-sex marriage illegal is not a like meaningfully right. progressive party in a lot of ways. This um, is true. <laughs> but even so, uh, to to see them collapse this abruptly, it, I was kind of surprising. Yeah. It's 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 genuinely it's very surprising, and I I I don't really know what to do with it other than. To look at it and go, oh damn, that's crazy. Which, thankfully, is all I can say about it because of the contempt of course act. 
Oh, yeah, you'll be you'll be arrested. You can't do anything fun anymore. These days, if you say you're Scottish, you are arrested and thrown in jail. Instantly, yes. Yes, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I guess what's what's really funny is um, we have now come up on two consecutive former first ministers getting arrested. Um, ah, I love Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is not the kind of government we wanted to be having. You know. They put but, something in a haggis. <laughs> Listen, if, if if Humza Yusuf decides that he's going to start building Glasgow 2 outside of town... Glasgow then... 2, yes! <laughs> <laughs> that, Isn't that just really Edinburgh? Oh, you'll start some fights with that one. I think Glasgow 2 <laughs> might be like Cumbernauld, or like East Kilbride, uh, maybe. Mm. Which may also start some fights. Like the weird, that weird new town that has like the big mall yes. in the middle. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Which they're, they're, yeah. they're now demolishing the the town center, so they're just not going to have any public services now. Um, uh, it, incredible, because it's ugly or something, right? <laughs> because it's because it's ugly, and it is ugly, and it is miserable. But it's also where all the stuff is, and the expectation now that Cumbernauld is gentrifying is you mm. buy like uh, an expensive new build, and then you just fucking drive out of town to like a big box store, and you get your you get your shit there. You know, you don't need a post office in the middle of town. Uh, I, I, you don't need anything that you can't like drive into Glasgow for. Um, sure. So get fucked. Uh, which again, oh. so, sort of feels like Scottish politics as a whole. That's where we are. Uh, I think it's yeah. a little embarrassing that I had to do a Scottish politics update on the engineering disasters podcast before I got to do one on the UK politics podcast. But uh, you know, that's that's the way that UK media crumbles sometimes. Exactly. Man, how's this here look weird? Lots of really small windows. Oh, Just concrete blocks. Cumbernauld, yeah. yeah. Yeah, now imagine that in like 27 degree weather. Um, oh my and god. Y- you will understand why, despite like wearing shorts. I have a leather chair. I am stuck to this fucking chair. If I ever try to move, <laughs> it's going to take like three layers of skin off with it. <laughs> anyway, that's me. That's my Scottish politics update. That's all I wanted that's, to say about that. So thank you. This, that's the Scott Paul update. Mm-hmm. And then. Well, that was the goddamn news. Uh, uh, immediately now we into go safety third. <laughs> directly into safety third. Shake hands with danger. Incredible. Hello, Justin. Go, Alice. Yay, Liam. Welcome, possible guest. And no, thank you, wrong. Devin. Wrong I, I like I like Go, Alice. You know, what's up, Alice Nation? Yes. I am writing you in regards to your most recent episode on the Crazy Eights incident. I feel that your discussion about portable derails would be rather remiss without at least one story about the first step to prevent unwanted rail car movement, the portable wheel chalk. Oh, okay. I'm here to tell you that portable wheel chocks do not work. First line of defense is no line at all. <laughs> Once upon a time in the wild reaches of 2014, I was working on a rail grinder for the summer, which may or may not be extremely similar to that scene in the attached picture. Plausible deniability, love to see it. Just for the sake of those who don't know, a rail grinder has one job only, to grind rails. What what is it? Why are we grinding rails? You grind rails in order to maintain them to a constant profile so that trains can run on them better. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, sort of. Uh, it fixes some of the wear and tear. Um, 
Now, dispatch would claim otherwise and say our only job is to obstruct traffic. Oh, okay. Yes, we don't really need rails to run yeah. trains. That's uh, exactly, place, right? <laughs> the grinder, which is properly called a machine and not a train, is about 600 feet long, weighs 1,000 tons, comprises of a cab and power car, a water car, four grind cars, a slug water car, another water car, Jeez, a power oh. car, and a cra- cab and crew car. Big honking machine. Yes, and is quite frankly the biggest pain in the ass for any sane person to maintain. The only way to make it worse would be to remove the air conditioning. Oh, no. I was working on the machine just for the summer, and one particular day, the ops crew stored the machine at a place that may or may not be laid out very much like Quinnamont, West Virginia. (laughs) Yeah, don't get too close to this map. Five steps away. (laughs) As a side note, Driving in West Virginia is fucking suicidal. Uh, it's not that bad. Yeah. The machine was placed on the south leg of the Y, which happens to be on a roughly 3% grade. Um, so down here-ish. Mm-hmm. The air brakes were applied, hand brakes were tied down on all cars, portable derail and wheel chalk applied, blue flag safety installed. Blue, blue safety the, flag. Yeah, okay. So, so you have a, you have a, you have sort of a, you have a blue flag that you attach to the train, and you cannot move that equipment until the person who put the flag on takes the flag off. Oh, you lock out, uh, tag out a train. Yeah, cool. Yes. Um. So the maintenance crew, of which I was part of, ran a fire hose down to the creek next to the track and began pumping water into the water cars. Uh, now, this is an all-night task. No water means no grinding. Why do we need water? Grinding rails makes lots of sparks, which can then set the countryside ablaze. Side note. Ski <laughs> <laughs> this is called a smoker. A smoker might be several acres in size, but it's not a fire, a term which is reserved for flames aboard the machine itself, a scenario which is automatically escalated to company president. So, you know, they have sense of proportion here. They have a firefighting car on the back of the rail grinding train is the big thing. They spray the water. One time I was uh, riding my bike. Uh, up, you get um, showered. Yeah, I got I got uh, I got I got sprayed by the rail grinding train on uh, on the bridge over uh, MLK uh, Boulevard. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Did you deserve it? Well, I was taking a picture of the rail grinding train. Maybe they didn't like it. yeah you kind of like felt like wildlife photography you know yeah exactly startled your prey yeah i guess i i i i I got you know you get uh you get sprayed with the must you know (laughs) the must yeah it hasn't mated yet recall i mentioned the machine weighs 1000 tons and that's fully loaded with water fuel grindstone spare parts and a happy crew each of the water cars all right yeah, an unhappy crew weighs more. Yeah. Each of the water cars holds uh, 25,000 gallons. Multiply that by three and you get 300 tons of water on the machine. And it takes a while to pump that much water. Mm-hmm. At the end of the shift, we were working 7 to 12. It's time to do a brake check, which involves having one person on the ground. Or is it 7 to 12 hours? I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, 
it's time to do the brake check, which involves having one person on the ground checking the brake contact and piston travel and another up top cranking on the handbrakes. It has been a long time since and I've forgotten the procedure for testing the brakes, but we started on the rear of the machine and worked our way forward. On the walk back, one of the steps we have to do is release each handbrake once to ensure the mechanism works. We were at the second water car, which is not the slug water car. I'm assuming the slug water car is a water car that has traction motors on it, so it it um applies some you know tractive force. I don't know that though. Um, near the back of the machine, we release the handbrake, and the car starts pushing the wheel chock. My coworker up top starts cranking on a handbrake, but it takes several motions to engage the brake at all. So the water car with its 100 tons of water, pulls against the power car and the crew car with their brakes set, pushes against the slug car, four grind cars, another water car, and cab car with the brakes set, continues to roll downhill against the wheel chock. The wheel chock then decided to shatter like the cast steel piece of shit it was. Oh, no. The errant uh, water car, too, continued on down the line for about three more feet before the tan brake took hold. Take note, these cars are not coupled together. They were drawbarred together, so there's next to no draft gear to take up the slack. So if they hadn't, like, you know, engaged the handbrake that much, it's just gone then. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, <laughs> off on its merry way, yes. <laughs> what? I, 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 did they fucking 3D print these? Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, the chalk was of a cast portable locking design. I couldn't find it on the internet. So here is a McMaster car page. Oh, here we go. You... These from an anarchist collective. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, I was quite spooked. Recall that this is a grinder. It's a pain in the ass to maintain. It requires a significant amount of crawling around other than the machine, around the wheel and the we- rail and wheel sets, and getting right up close and with active hydraulics. All that was required for the machine to move a lethal distance had anyone been under the machine was the release of only a single brake. And the one device intended to directly protect against that had rapidly disassembled along lines that were not part of the fabrication process. That's real bad. Did, wait. In, sh- <laughs> In short, a wheel chock designed to prevent the movement of at least one rail car failed to prevent the movement of at least one rail car when aided by the collective resistance of nine additional. Uh, brake sets on rail cars. That that's like a nineteenth century level of like steel yeah. manufacturing quality. Like if it just fucking shatters, <laughs> that's bad, right? It just like instantly fails. What do you? <laughs> can you do anything about that? Can can you like tell them to not buy? You have you had one job. Literally, literally, <laughs> and the job was just sit there, do nothing, yeah. be inert, be inert in one location. Well, like like there isn't a specification for these. They don't. Nope. Fuck you. Nope. Uh, just don't work. So okay. It's cool. incredible. I mean, sometimes you, you, I feel like that too. Sometimes you can just buy things and they don't work. Yeah, we got the uh, wish.com sometimes... <laughs> uh, fucking I got it off shop. of Alibaba. <laughs> <laughs> it's just made of tin. It's just pot metal. Yeah. It's actually uh it's actually a plastic can casting with uh some shiny paint on it. Uh... 
To this day, despite volunteering with a railroad museum that may or may not be host to a coal-powered movie star, I have never been as filthy as I was working on that grinder. I could entertain you with other stories about the mechanisms of persons involved, but those can keep for another time. Thank you for technological enlightenment and general improvement in my engineering judgment. Stay out of trouble from Name Withheld. Thank you, Name Withheld. Yeah, stay out of trouble yourself, Jesus. P.S. I noticed something missing from the Crazy Eights episode. Liam didn't have any actionable threats that needed censoring. It felt odd in that it needed mentioning. I'll come All to right, your one house. for the road, Liam. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, not only I, will I you up, what I'll do is I'll wave you around like a flag so that your neighbors <laughs> see what's happened to you, and I will defend your my now stolen property with halberds. <laughs> I've I, there. I've I've squared the circle. I. Uh, yeah, so uh, protect trans kids with halberds. You heard it here first. Yeah. That's right. Safety third. Yep, that was safety uh, third. Shake hands with danger. Shake hands with Liam. The next, next episode will be on Chernobyl. Does anyone have any commercials before we go? Trash Future. Kill James Bond. Subscribe to the Patreon. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We almost have our plaque. Yeah, we're getting I there. I was about to say, we're, we're, getting, we're getting close. We got to get I had the to plaque. explain that one to Corinne, and I was just like, how do you not know what this is? <laughs> She's like, oh, that's cute. You get a little plaque. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. We're very I serious. Want, I want I the want, plaque. Right, yeah. I want my grown-up participation trophy. Me too, yes. Alice. Tell everyone you know. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's my commercial. Raise Thank the dead to do it. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Hey! Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that hit that whoa, bell button. Whoa, 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 that whoa, whoa, motherfucking <laughs> like button. Chernobyl gone sexual, gone wrong. Parentheses. Uber drivers <laughs> me off. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, this is where we put the big, big soy face image of us if we had one. Um, <laughs> sure, somebody on the internet has been mean enough to make that for us. Oh god. Uh, yeah, Please that'll don't. Do it. Please don't think of me. All right, that was that was the goddamn news. And what that was safety third, dude. <laughs> the whole episode was oh, the goddamn damn news. <laughs>